who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Hi, I'm Madigan from Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist, a podcast that explores the world through a personal, intersectional feminist perspective. Each Monday, I bring you a brand new full-length episode covering something from a wide variety of topics. And then every Friday, come meet up with me again for a mini What's in the News episode so you can stay up to date on everything that's going on in the world. Check out Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist wherever you get your podcasts. And rage on. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I am Alex and this week I'm joined by Stuart Reed. Hello. Chris Tilly. Hola. And Daniel Kruper. Hello. Uh, of course, we'll be talking about this week's news. In fact, there's a load of news yeah. to talk about this week. Yeah. A fuck ton. A um, shit ton. And uh, we've got some of your interesting feedback on uh, torsos. Yeah, it's going to be a good <laughs> podcast. Big things. Uh, but first... You've uh, jinxed it now saying it's going to be a I good know. podcast, you <laughs> idiot. Hopefully it will. But it's been a good week this week because we've had all of our international chums over from various different IGN outlets across the world. Where have they come from, Alex? The America. Mm-hmm. I had f- some people from America. Uh, uh, an Australian. And <laughs> someone else? from Russia. And so hang on a minute, you're saying it's not just like IGN UK and IGN Australia and IGN America? That's anymore. exactly what I'm saying. So these are you the other that, IGN sites. Are you saying that IGN is everywhere? IGN is everywhere. One voice. Local relevance. Because mm. we've got Ten what? countries, 49 languages, something like that, I don't know. Ten countries with 49 languages? <laughs> yeah. That's impressive. <laughs> we, we had some Italians. We're we had Scouts some Spaniards. Well. Uh, yeah, Italy, Spain. <laughs> IGN, um, Singapore. Germany. Benelux. Benelux is something I'd never heard until I joined this company. Really? Ben- it sounds like a cough mixture to me. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> no, so to me, it sounds like white goods. Yeah. Yeah, I've got yeah. a new fridge freezer. It's a Benelux. <laughs> but what is it? So it's uh, Belgium, Amst- uh, Holland, Holland, Luxembourg. You would have thought so, having yeah, Lux in Lux. there. And then it's four territories, isn't it? Benelux? Yeah, whatever. Uh, but Jesse from Benelux, he's a very nice He's man. an interesting man. He's huge. Especially what he used to do for a profession. Yeah, did you know what he used to do, Chris? No. <laughs> he used to be a sumo wrestler. In Japan. No, no way. word wow. of a lie. He, yeah, amazing. He, he studied sumo wrestling in Japan and lived in a, a a dojo with like I don't know. I think he was like thirty other kind of um, sumo sumo We should have him on the podcast. Samosas. Sumo Samosas. Why isn't he sitting here? He's more. That sounds more interesting than us. I think no he's in the pub. He's building up. 
He's got, he's got a match on. But no, it's been a very exciting week. We're all a bit been. tired, but plans for world domination are afoot. Yeah. So if you're listening to this podcast and uh, you want to read our site in another language, then chances are you probably can. Mm. It's exciting, isn't it? Very exciting. And what have you done, Alex? Because I believe during during the uh, international summit, you um, saved a man's life, he, or he, you uh, he doubled I, I, in fighting I thought, crime. Do you know what? I do like Batman, so I thought I'm going to be a bit like Batman and fight crime. So I, I punched a gypsy woman in the face. <laughs> <laughs> this is what Batman does in the reboot. You punched a gypsy woman? Yeah. <laughs> so, well, you no, didn't I, didn't actually, I didn't. Do you want to elaborate slightly? Is gypsy the correct word? Well, I so, to be j- fair... Chris, I think he's jipper. No. It's, it's, oh, it's what... Yeah. No, he's allowed to say I, that he's from the north. I didn't coin them as that. Uh, Casey <laughs> and Tal from our US uh, and Steve... Kate coined them with that, so I'm just regurgitating what they're saying. So, so what were them. these travellers up to? <laughs> <laughs> these whimsical travellers. So they were. So uh, they came into the pub we were in, and bearing in mind there was about I don't know twenty of us, yeah, all blokes apart from Keza, and they had flowers, and they were like, <laughs> "Buy flowers for the lady." <laughs> so this is the weirdest date ever. <laughs> if, you, if you think that we're just here together <laughs> but there was there was one woman who was we're all dating Keza yeah. it's like Keza rolls Keza is a Mormon no flowers have you got any lubricant Pro- progressive Mormon <laughs> but she uh, so this one woman was waving flowers around in like our, in our eyes and then she had like a, a smaller gypsy accomplice <laughs> who was like wa- a dwarf <laughs> oh, <laughs> or, no. or she might have just been young a I don't know like, a, a child um but she was waving her flowers on, on the table. And I thought, and, and when I, by, by waving, she was literally like, you know, jigging them around. And I was like, that's a bit weird. What's going on there? Mm. And then I realised what she was doing with her other hand. She had her other hand underneath the flowers and she was trying to steal Creeper's phone. Unbelievable. Uh, and, and so it happened to me in Brighton like a few years ago. But it was this, like, it literally was like a 12 year old girl came up to the table I was on in a coffee shop and she showed me this piece of paper and I was like, what are you doing? Um, with her other hand, she's trying to steal my phone, but my, my missus realised. So anyway... <laughs> this I, happened to you a lot, Alex. Well, look no, at this. Just Alex twice. Just twice. What a genius fun. Look at this bit of paper. <laughs> well, you go. No, no. But it, it's true, though. It's like, it work, whoa, it, it's so it works for him, though. He's an editor. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to look at it. Yeah, yeah. It was a podcast running order. So yeah. I slammed my fist down on the table and screamed, get the fuck out of this pub, apparently. Alex went <laughs> crazy <laughs> on it. Wow. Get out! Get out of this pub! And they, they kind of looked a little bit startled and then ran off. That's amazing. So, that's, how, that's how Batman started. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm assuming, are we allowed to say gypsy? Because I, I just no. see, I just see visions of our Sony Award just disappearing over the horizon. No, this now. is, um, this is, this will get us kicked off iTunes. Yeah. Uh, I think you're supposed to call them Gap Tooth Simpletons. <laughs> that's okay. That's fine then. <laughs> Moving on. Anyway, let's go to the news, shall we? Uh, Creeper, I think you're up first. Yeah, so lots of um, PS4 rumours, as you've probably noticed if you've been near the internet this week. So um, these are the first two. So this is something um, Tom spotted in the Times, actually, and we reported on it. Nobody else um, saw it before Tom read the paper. And in the business section, Kazurai, the CEO of Sony, was speaking to the business section, and he said that Sony will let Microsoft make the first move when it comes to next-gen consoles. By first move, what does he mean? So, basically, Kazurai said, why go first? When your competitors can look at your specifications and come up with something better. So, basically, he's, he's right. saying that Sony will be last to show the next generation console. But, sh- but that's, that's a ridiculous statement. But, well, I said that. In the story, I said that's a slightly disingenuous comment because it's designed. They must have, a, they must have dated it. Well, 
yeah, it, there's probably there must be some flexibility in the chipset, but still, but <coughs> pretty much thought, most of it. Yeah, there like, wouldn't be much, would there? But production, no. like you would have been buying parts already, you'd be gearing yeah. up. And what happens massive... if Microsoft is thinking the same? We'll never yeah. ever get next gen yeah. consoles. <laughs> Just wait. No, it's still the same. They've got this like Mexican standoff. Where yeah. Basically, when they actually come out, they'll be four years out of date. Yeah. Don't worry about it though, because we've got the Wii U. There's a future for Wii U. And more, we're more, talk about more that on later. that later. Mm. So I imagine that, you know, if Sony could change their plans in response to Microsoft announcing first, it'd be more a kind of reactive messaging kind of thing. You would probably change how you unveil it and maybe some of the advertising and... What, so like a different coloured cloth to pull off the top? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's it. <laughs> You'd be all right. You'd be all right there. And then you lift up the different coloured cloth and you find that a 12-year-old gypsy girl's been there minutes beforehand. She's had it. It's gone. Oh, no, it's, it's gone. <laughs> just waving PS4 paper. under one arm and a bunch of flowers in the other. <laughs> Skipping down the road. Um, Alex Simmons' red face <laughs> waving his fist angrily fuck off. off. Get the fuck out of E3. Um, <laughs> Here's the next bit of news about the PS4 that Sony will be ditching the DualShock controller after three consoles. Instead, they'll create a new one, possibly containing an LCD touchscreen and even biometrics. Mm. Who says this? According to an unnamed source, but to CVG. Was that you? It's probably me just feeding them misinformation. I'll do, I'll do, I'll do that sometimes. So you feed them misinformation, then we come back and I'll report about it, it on the podcast. I'll put, it, put it on tumblers. Um, yeah, so... Th- an integrated LCD touchscreen, so similar to the Vita, which has right. been a rousing success. So. <laughs> similar to the Wii U. Yeah. <clears throat> Imagine that. You can buy a PS Vita and it'd be future-proof. You'd be able to use it with your PS4. Actually, no, we'll just make it into the controller. Yeah, yeah. that's what they mean by it. I don't know. That's well, I think that the, the, you know, the, the biometric thing, like they're like on the rear of the, of the PS that, Vita. It's just going to call me fat when I use it. Yeah. Yeah, you've got chubby fingers. Yeah, I do have chubby fingers. That's not a bad thing, though, is it? Because that works quite nicely on the Vita, that touch screen, the touch back element of it. Uh, I don't actually know many games that use it um, particularly no. well. Well, FIFA, it's about it, isn't it's her- it? Yeah, it's good, but I don't think it's ever going to replace a kind of more normal control scheme. But, but, but what? So, how would, it, would this biometric thing be used then? What is it? What would it do? Would it track your heart rate, for example? If you're I think when they it? say biometrics, don't they mean they can? It, it's just it, it can track where your where your finger is on, oh, on the biometrics. Oh, maybe, but maybe, but maybe it will also do things like heart rate. So if you're getting really excited in a game, it will ramp the pressure up even more. See, yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. Like you know something like uh, like dynamic uh, yeah. gameplay. Of so some if you find if you're sat there really bored of the game, suddenly it would just go. Rah! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'd, that'd be very that'd good be in a horror game. Yeah, yeah. Like the music could change accordingly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although we could be so far one of the mark on this, and it might just it be might a bad touch. Again. <laughs> It'll just be another dual shock. To be honest, they should get rid of the dual shock. I don't. I think it's a bit dated. Well, it is really, really old. Yeah. Mm. Um, will it rumble? Obviously, PS3 one didn't when it first came out. Oh, that was a terrible Took idea. Them ages. Terrible idea. Yeah, it was terrible. That's all we want. It's so nice. The PS4 nice rumors for this week, but I'm sure there'll be more next week. So uh, THQ went down the Swanee finally this week. Um, all of their assets have been sold off to various different companies. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, Sega they bought the they bought Relic, who developed Company of Heroes two, uh, and Warhammer Forty Thousand Dawn of War. So, I think that's probably quite a good buy for them because mm-hmm. they would now sit alongside Creative Assembly. I think that goes together quite well. Koch, which I find this amazing, they bought Saints Row. Um, uh, and the developer Volition as well as the publishing rights to uh, um, Metro and apparently um, I I believe this is right Koch paid or bid 21 million for it 
Uh, and the next uh, bid was Ubisoft with five million. So whoever, whoever put that bid in, just like a two million cartridge, it feels like a wanker today. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Jesus. So th- was it all like blind bids then? I I would assume, I assume so. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. You're way off the mark. Yeah. They must really have wanted that though. Yeah. Twenty one million. Yeah. Twenty one million and seventy eight p. There you go. Yeah, that classic it. eBay. Yeah. <laughs> I love <like> that. <laughs> <laughs> but totally, yeah. Like that is like sixteen million over the next bid is pretty hefty going. Uh, Crytek got the uh, rights for Homefront, which is kind of handy considering they're developing Homefront Two. <laughs> uh, Take Two. Now I don't know this, so they bought um, Turtle Rock Studios, who are working on a project called Evolve, and I literally have no idea no, no. what and that is. Two K got WWE. Uh, on that, uh, so it doesn't say what who who got WWE. I think that's um, what's been mentioned now. Right. So Ubisoft got uh, South Park, the Stick of Truth. Yeah. Uh, and then now, also now South Park's creators aren't very happy about that, are they? Did, did I read well, something about that? I, I think I'm not sure if it was about the Ubisoft buyout or whether it's just the kind of selling off of because I guess it's their license, mm-hmm. which was been licensed and now and different companies selling their license. I think that's probably what they were about. It's probably just because they weren't directly involved in that yeah. transfer. Right. Oh, so, uh, so no, so it says here, unless, unless it has come out today, uh, the future of WWE has yet to be disclosed. Right, okay. Uh, although it is strongly suggested that Take-Two will pick yeah. that up. And, and you know, they're, they're pretty good at doing, you know, what they do with all the NBA licenses yeah. and stuff like that. Is, um, it, is that a popular franchise, that WWE stuff? Yeah, it does really yeah. well. Yeah. Mm. in America, I guess. And then lastly, um, uh, the creature of uh, Assassin's Creed, uh, Patrice Desilé, I think that's how you Desai? pronounce it. He, he's going back to Ubisoft uh, with his new project codenamed uh, 1666. Cronenberg? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's 1664. Oh yeah, but two well, years later, I thought you, I thought you meant David Cronenberg. I was like, <laughs> yeah. um, but because I, I don't actually know whether he left Ubisoft on good terms. You'd hope so, considering he's now going back there. Yeah, well, awkward. <laughs> yeah, uh, which probably means that that game's going to end up being like Assassin's Creed as well, considering all Ubisoft all Ubisoft's games well, are like Assassin's Creed. Right. Yes. <laughs> so uh, there's only going to be two types of game in the future: Assassin's Creed. And Uncharted type games, I reckon, and FIFA. Three eventually, times. Eventually, FIFA will look like Assassin's Creed. Yeah, <laughs> just like running and, and words with friends. And, and words with friends. <laughs> words with friends will look more like Uncharted. <laughs> <laughs> Every letter you put down, you got oh, jump. Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. No, I, I liked uh, it wherever it was. <sighs> that it, Alex. I can see you scanning your paper. That well, that's it in terms of the actual news. I just think I don't know. Uh, I think <laughs> South. No. I'm, I'm offering some insight. Uh-oh. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I think South Park will do really well for Ubisoft. Definitely. From what I've seen, it's, it's a really good, good game. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. Uh, and I think they're a pretty good company. Again, no disrespect to THQ, but Ubisoft have got what well, seems to have really come into their own in terms Oscar of marketing yeah. and, and pushing stuff out. So that, that's got the potential to well, be Well, they owned E3 huge. last year, and they're just a yeah. very slick operation. Isn't <clears> yeah, yeah, yeah. God, I remember um, back in the days of the, uh, of the snares, um, when I when I was working in the shop selling games, we would never stock any THQ product because it was really? just it was just always crap. Right. But that's a long time ago, kids. Well, that's <laughs> that's the thing. The, the irony of all this is that the, the lineup that they had was actually really really good, mm. uh, and they've got good developers. But 
Um, I don't know. He just did, didn't have the capital continue to continue. Oh yeah, to go. that's that's another thing that's happened this morning since that story was written about um, Platinum Games interested yeah. sniffing around Darksiders. Yeah. Apparently on Twitter, the guy so who it's really sad. Like no one, no one bid for Darksiders. Uh, Darksiders. But this morning, Platinum Games have said that they're potentially interesting in in picking it up. But I don't know how that will work. So whether it's Platinum Games doing their own take on Darksiders or, or just, just hiring in, some of the talent. Yeah, exactly. Know. I don't know. But whenever it happens and whatever news comes out of it, you'll hear it first on IGN. Absolutely. Um, I've got a little bit of Batman news. We won't get a Batman standalone film until 2017, apparently. But it kind of makes sense, really. Uh, The story was that Warner Brothers are going to wait and see how the Justice League of America film does. Which I get. They're using that to relaunch Batman with a a new kind of actor. We still don't really know much about it, though, do we? No, um, the only thing we do know is MTV asked Joseph Gordon-Levitt if he would be playing Batman in JLA, and he said no. He said, I don't think you should believe any of the rumours. If there's something I'm going to be in, I'll let you know about it. I'm just not sure that he'd make a particularly good Batman. Too short. It's just not like bulky enough. Mm. Then again, Michael Keaton wasn't bulky. I just hope they don't put any more prosthetics on him like they did in Looper. Yeah, that was weird. That wasn't a good thing. Have you seen? No, I'm, I'm going to watch it uh, when I go to the US. Good luck with that, because I I couldn't get past the the prosthetics. He just looked so weird, and it right. wasn't necessary. No, it wasn't necessary at all. If you're watching a movie about time travel, you're obviously willing to suspend your disbelief. Mm. So you just probably you know you could take that leap, leap and think it's just the same dude. Yeah. Who would you like to play Batman, Alex? Oh God. Oh, uh, Christian Bale. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I watched I watched Dark Knight Rises again on Blu-ray, and God, I really, really enjoyed it. And also, I've just watched Inception actually. And first time I watched Inception, I was like, eh, yeah. but I really, really enjoyed it second time round. Mm. Like because you just see so much more of the mm. movie, and rather than actually trying to keep a get your head around what the heck is going on, you can like follow the story a little bit more. Yeah. You've suggested uh, that to me, Croops. Yeah. Rewatch Inception because I, I didn't go much on it the first time around yeah. either. Also, I, I was watching movie. it with my missus, so you can imagine the kind of conversations Questions. all the way through. It's like, what's going on here? What's going I, on I here? I remember seeing oh, Inception with my mum. Just fell asleep. Yeah. Half you, an, half you an did, hour. You did? My, no, my oh, mum. Oh. And I thought, I could wake her up. I think she'll enjoy it more this way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so will you. Yeah. 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 Who's that? What? Why is that car not in the river yet? I know. Maybe that's Mind you, that's the question it. I asked for the last three fucking hours of that movie. Why is that car not in the river? But you know what? Get on with it. You might get more out of it if you're asleep. Yeah. Maybe that's Nolan it. Nolan might have a way of implanting dreams, yeah. in that's your it. mind. But saying that, my mum also um, fell asleep. She falls asleep in a lot of films. Um, don't know why she bothers going, but we went to see, we went to see <laughs> Ang, Ang, Ang Lee's Hulk right. and <laughs> in New York. I really wanted to see it. And it's a very loud film. Mm. The Hulk's a very loud character. Mum, just asleep. Just falling asleep with him. <laughs> the scene where he's like ripping apart a tank and smashing it to pieces. Yeah. She's having a lovely time just <laughs> snoozing. Now, I found that sometimes really noisy films send me to sleep. It's like a white noise thing. But you fall like, asleep all the time. You fall asleep no, I don't. Films. I'm a professional film journalist, so I can't possibly fall asleep <laughs> in a film I review. Remember, I remember when I started at IGM, one of the first screens I went to with you was uh, <laughs> Cowboys and Aliens. Well, come on. <laughs> and you were asleep in like the first 50 minutes. And me and Tom were just looking over at you. <laughs> oh, my God. I, got, I think I skate lightly with that one, though. What a piece of crap. That was a piece you, of crap. You weren't writing the review, though, were you? So, no. Yeah. <laughs> just a massive, like, empty bit. This film makes no sense. 
Uh, yeah, I was going to tell a story then, but I won't because it makes me look unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> it's like through Prometheus. <laughs> Probably would have made more sense if yes. you that was a rubbish film. Hey, we haven't had much PlayStation 4 news today. Oh, Here's no. him for <laughs> you. More. Tell us all about it, Steve. <laughs> uh, they've, uh, the uh, devs, dev kit specs for the PlayStation 4 have been leaked, uh, apparently. They um, can't be true, though, because they haven't made the announcement yet. He's going to wait for Microsoft to go first. That's it, exactly. <laughs> I'm, 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 so, I'm so confused. I'm so confused. 90 PDF documents have, uh, have been uh, <laughs> secured by Kotaku, apparently. So, are you ready for this? It's going to be quite exciting. Now, bear in mind, these are the dev kits, not the, not the kind of machine that's obviously going to go to retail. But you've got, you've got four dual-core AMD64 processors, giving you eight CPU cores, okay? Uh, you've got an AMD R10XX GPU with a couple of uh, gig of uh, RAM in there. How many teraflops? How many teraflops, you idiots? <laughs> but here's a couple of interesting things, right? It's got USB 3 ports. Don't know why. But I guess that's they're kind of future proofing it, I guess, because the whole point about USB three is a lot faster than USB two. So mm-hmm. you could add things like hard drives, stuff like that, and it'll transfer stuff across quicker. And presumably <clears throat> that'll be your connection to the controller, whether it's charging or whatever. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. There might be more interesting peripherals if it's USB three as well. Two Ethernet connections. Why Yeah, but so I remember like we were looking through the original specs of PS3 Mm. and I believe there was like three Ethernet connections and six USBs. It's like, why do you need that much? And obviously there wasn't in the final. There's a reason why DevKit would need that. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Probably absolutely because kind of talking uh, to like different machines or something like that. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Interestingly, the only 160 gig hard drive, which is pretty small, in fact, it's tiny these days 160 hard drive but again that, yeah. that could be just for a dev kit where they're just developing on one game rather than you having a collection yeah yeah, yeah maybe maybe um, HDMI the usual stuff and a Blu-ray drive still got a Blu-ray drive in there so make of that what you would some other interesting stuff though is um, about the multiple user situation so you can have more than one user logged in to a machine at any one time. So you, normally if you're playing a, a game on the PS3, yeah. Yeah. you're logged in, your friend comes along with a controller and they're just logged in as, as player two or, or, yeah, or a yeah, guest. Yeah. Well, no, they can actually log into their account now. The idea being if you're all playing a game, they can win trophies at, at the, the same, same time. time that you're winning trophies, which is pretty cool. That's quite a step forward. It yeah. makes it more of a kind of a, uh, a more open playing field, I suppose. If you're always going around your mate's house yeah, yeah, yeah. and playing his FIFA. Don't have any mates. No, I know you don't, but six or seven of the podcast listeners might. So what do we think? What does all that processor stuff mean? Yeah. What does all the processor stuff yeah. mean? It's really difficult to say. It's going to have <laughs> nice, nice graphics. It's really difficult to say, because I mean, these days, if you're, if, you're looking at, if you're looking at gaming on a PC... All the work is done by the graphics card. Now it's a, it's a bit different with the PlayStation Three, isn't it? Because that's done by what they used to. I don't know if they still do. They still call it the Emotion Engine because that's what uh, they were going to call uh, it when it first came out. Uh, no, that was the uh, Emotion pro- Engine was PS Two. Was it PS Three was cell processing. Cell processing. Yeah. I stand. I stand corrected. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they're gonna. Maybe they're gonna. These kind of uh, AMD sixty four chips are what they're using in the back end to design all the all the bits and pieces and once they've got it once they're happy with it they'll then design the chip to go in place right. of these of these two processors I don't know it just it's like the usual thing though to me I look at that spec and I kind of think well if that's what they're going to cram in the PlayStation 4 isn't it already a bit out of date when you compare it to what's happening on, on the PC gaming front but would you not have said that with PS3 though I don't know if there if there was such a massive 
rift when the PS3 mm. came out. I seem to remember the PS3 being absolutely ahead of its time. But, but that, a lot of that was down to the Blu-ray drive, right? Because, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you, you didn't have that in PCs at the time, so... No. Um, I've heard rumours as well about, about it being a slightly different um, type of Blu-ray drive. Yeah, I think we were talking about With last week's gig. podcast. Yeah. Like a, a, a high-density Blu-ray drive. High-density Blu-ray, because yeah. at the moment, obviously, Blu-ray get discs top out at 50 giga, gigabytes. Yeah. But they're talking about a hundred gigabyte disc, which is good because it means you don't you don't really want games coming on two discs no. when they could come on one disc. No, or ten, or ten, yeah. The next Xbox didn't have a Blu-ray. But then if you've only got a hundred and sixty gig hard drive, and you've got a game that's coming on three discs, you couldn't really transfer that over to the hard drive because you'd have no space left. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. I'd, anyway, I'd be all... amazed if the the kind of basic hard drive is only hundred and sixty. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, you know, it's early. It's it, all this speculation. It's early days still, isn't it? Yeah. I, 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 but I'm genuinely, genuinely getting excited about the release of the PS4. Genuinely excited. More so than Xbox 720? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know why. I just think I've got a feeling Microsoft are going to screw it up for some reason. I don't know why. I just think. Surface. <laughs> Yes. Well, I wonder why you think Microsoft might screw up an announcement of a major new product. Yeah. Windows mm. 8 RT. That was funny when Surface, the guy demoing it on the big unveil, when it didn't work. Yeah. Do you remember that where you had to go back and get another one? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder how that's performed. Surface, I don't know. It's really expensive, isn't it? Stupidly expensive. They're bringing out a pro version, aren't they? Brilliant, because 600 quid's not enough for... for, They're bringing bringing out like 800, 900 quid version. And it's 90 quid for the keyboard. Well, that's the one thing that everybody really liked. And it's like, oh, it's 100 pounds, right? No wonder you like it, yeah. (laughs) I don't know, bless Microsoft. But there was some interesting news as well this week, wasn't there, about the fellow that uh, left Microsoft a while ago. He's brought a new book out. Oh, yeah, like uh, Wakim, um, I can't remember his surname. Wakim something, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, he was like vice president of Windows sales, like senior vice president, and he was quite high up, and he came out saying that Microsoft should not have Steve Ballmer in charge. <laughs> like, he's too old, he's, he's not really in touch with the Facebook generation. Microsoft, they really want to, like, succeed as a business over the next 20, 30 years, need, like, a young CEO. Yeah, yeah. He is crazy, though, Steve. He's an old-fashioned car, car salesman. Of course he? he is, yeah, yeah, yeah. What I really enjoyed, though, is when that news story broke this week is we got to cut together a news video for it, so we got to watch the Steve Ballmer bouncing across the stage going, Yeah! I still can't believe that's real. Did someone film that secretly? Like, he must not have known no, that no, was no, going no, 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 no. No, because I think that, that's, that was filmed from... Um, Obviously, when there's big presentations like that, you, you, you film the stage and it's yeah. projected onto large screens yeah. on either side, and somebody just took the feed of that. That is crazy, that video. Yeah. It is. That, but that's got to be, what, 10 years old now? Must be. But he hasn't really changed. He's, he's still got that, that massively kind of evangelising way about him. When Windows 8 came out, he was on Breakfast News and, and, and just going mad about it. I wonder why, if that's why Surface has that keyboard. Because if you one of the most viewed videos of Steve Barber on YouTube is him talking about the iPhone. Yeah. I say, what do you think of the iPhone, Steve? And he goes, when I saw it, it was like $600 for a phone? Fully subsidised, and it's not a very good email device because it doesn't have a keyboard. Businesses aren't do- going to like so it, so it does not appeal to businessmen. Yeah, yeah. Well, well done, Steve. Well, yeah. done. well done. Yeah, such insight. Yeah. So there you go. Let us know what you think uh, the PlayStation Four is going to look like. What it's going to feature. Or oh, tell you what will be interesting. Give us your wish list for the PlayStation 4. Tell us what you'd like to see, or on all the next-gen consoles. Also, what would you like it to be called? Yeah. Not PlayStation um, 4. What's your favourite type of biscuit? It will be biscuits? called PlayStation 4. IGN UK feedback at IGN.com. Shortbread. Thanks. Good. 
so we've got some feedback from um, the discussion point we were talking about last week, uh, the dismembered boob corpse controversy. Is that so, official title? Well, yeah. well that's, that's what um, uh, Sky from Fort Myers in Florida is, uh, is calling it. So um, <laughs> the reason we're upset, uh, and by we, I, I'm assuming uh, they mean uh, us, the gamer, is it has to do more with the fact that we hurt, that it hurts the perception of video games outside the gamer group, which I mm. think is that's what we were saying, right? Yeah, yeah that's, that's what fair. it came down. It's it's because everybody will look at it and just think, oh God, you retards, and I think that's true. Mm. Uh, and then also uh, uh, Oliver says also the link between Gandalf and Galadriel. What? Well, that's well, that's for later. Right. Hold on to okay. that one. I've got that, some more dead eyes. Let's read feedback, feedback, Alex. <laughs> you I shouldn't have put the same number on it. Brilliant. Uh, so anyway, listen, John M. Old has written about this as well. Uh, last week about the Dead Island tat, I feel that I have to email in to defend horror film fans. Uh, aside from the comments about horror crap on the last show, there seem to have been quite a few comments on the podcast about who goes to watch crap torture porn. He says, I write for a horror website, and trust me, we hate this torture porn. The stuff exists not because horror fans want it, but it causes websites outside of specialists like ours to talk about it. He um, lists a few films that he thinks you know are crap as well, uh, Human Centipede. Um, yeah, he says uh, it was the mainstream that spread word of that film, and unfortunately, after they all had a good laugh at it, they then used it as an example about how crap the genre is, despite the fact that most of us gave it awful reviews in the first place. Fair enough. He says the same goes for Saw 800, a Serbian film, etc., etc. Kind of agree with him, apart from a Serbian film, which I think does have a little bit of merit to it, even though it's absolutely disgusting. It, I thought Saw was really good. Did, what, the first one? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think they're having got... Like, they're on about the Saw sequels, I think. But the first Saw is sure. very entertaining. Mm. I think that's why he's written Saw 800. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I thought there was... I thought, I thought he went Saw like like a sequel to 300. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bootleg. Uh, so, yeah, that, that did kick up a bit of a hornet's nest, didn't it? That, the, uh, the, the torso thing last week. So I, I was in the podcast last week. I was I was in the office for some of the conversations about that, mm. but no one went mental when last year Piranha sequel I, came I, out. Or did you talk about that on the we podcast? Are, yeah, we actually like, as a comparison, we were saying like in movies it wouldn't create such kind of controversy. No, yeah, so certain types of films use sex and violence to on their poster to sell. I mean, it's just yeah. it's been happening for a long time. Yeah. We also get we get horrible cakes sent in to promote things as well. Do you remember last year we had a heart-shaped cake? That, that oh, it was for the darkness, yeah. too. Yeah. We had a brain last week. We had a brain last week. Yeah. For warm bodies. Which and and then today lovely. we had some really disgusting cupcakes. You had a cupcake with a fake turd on it. With a yeah. Little, yeah. A little poo on and it. A, Actually, one... I, I tasted it. I'm not sure it was fake poo. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, a cupcake earlier with a severed penis on it. <laughs> you went for that, <laughs> that one, was, That wasn't delivered. It's just what Chris <laughs> brings in from home every yeah. day. Yeah. Popped it in my mouth. Did you? Um, that's <laughs> the only one. That's for Movie 43, <laughs> which we'll talk about later. All right. Good. <laughs> so, uh, what are we going to talk about this week, then? After such all that Farago about, um, about topless tits. Topless tits? Harmless... <laughs> Torsos last yep. week. What were we talking about this week? Did Nintendo do anything this week? Something a lot they, more innocent. <laughs> they did. Uh, what is Miyamoto's favourite fruit? A uh, watermelon. <laughs> a watermelon. Yes. So uh, Iwata, he uh, he <laughs> read his lovely face uh, on Nintendo Direct to talk about some new games coming out for Wii, and yeah. there was there was lots of them. Let's be honest. 
it, normally with these Nintendo Direct things, we're, we're all a bit kind of... Oh God, I must admit, Another the, Nintendo Direct. the first half of it was really hard mm, work. I, was, I, was, I oh, set up to Alex. I set up to Alex, and he was losing the will to. <laughs> I, I, I literally, and I kind of knew what was coming up as well. And I was like, "This it's going to be worth it in the end." But God, you're making me work for this with all the Meverse updates. And there's like, "Oh, you can do that on your mobile phone now." So I don't care. I really don't care. Oh, Netflix, well done. You know, it was like a big announcement, Netflix. It was actually very apologetic. Like he kept saying, I'm, "We were so sorry that none of this was there." Like two months also ago, when say, you bought it. Really sorry. There's no games coming out in January or February. He said, "Like, <laughs> oh, this like, is to meet right. like, Nintendo's high seal of quality." Yeah, just haven't made it. Yeah. <laughs> just. But anyway, there were some positive announcements, uh, and that were well, two Zelda games are coming. First of all, an HD remake of Wind Waker. As Which, a proper remake, it's not just yeah. it's not like these HD remasters that you're getting on PlayStation. No, it's a full remake, like a lot more detail. It's yeah. not just in HD. They've only shown screenshots; they haven't shown video. But Sorry, it does Crips, look what's the difference? Oh, so um, Resident Evil came out on the GameCube, what 2001, two or uh, something like that. I don't know. The and name. it was a remake of the PlayStation game, but it wasn't just the same assets from the original but sharper they like redid all the textures character models environments that mm. sort of thing so it actually looked like it was made for the, the next generation okay so they've remade Wind Waker mm. remade but like, it um, using the technology of the Wii like the Shadow of the Colossus uh, and Ico collection on PS3 they were the HD remakes all the textures look pretty much the same as what they look like right. on PS2 so I think we probably need to use the term for the Ico and Shadow of the Colossus that's like remastered yeah, yeah. Wind Waker remade Okay, yeah. let's stick with that. I like um, that. Uh, and also, uh, this is the most ridiculous thing, it had all of the draw distance problems on PS3 as well. It's like a PS2 right. game that has draw distance problems. Yeah. It's like, that is doesn't make any sense. Game, pretty much. Um, but this, uh, again, no video, but the screenshots look really, really gorgeous. And um, yeah, I think that's, if you haven't played Wind Waker, it is a really, what, different uh, Zelda game. Mm. Um, obviously visually, but also the way it's set up because you do everything in a boat. Yeah. Um, and sat around all the different islands. Like, there were parts of it I remember finding really, really frustrating. Like, it's towards the end when, like, there stops being dungeons, and yeah. you just have to go on to hunt, like, get all the bits of the Triforce. But that's... So, uh, I don't know if you read Kez's piece today, um, really. but uh, apparently they ran out of time. That's what I heard. But uh, I'm wondering if they'll yeah. address that That, with that would be amazing if they, they actually made the game that they originally planned to and had the, the kind of dungeons, the, the, the final dungeons. dungeons. That would yeah. be cool. Um... But anyway, it's not coming out to awesome, so you'd hope that uh, that they'll do something with it. You know what the best part of that game is, I think? You know the bit where you go under the water and you return to Hyrule under the ocean? God, did you know what? I don't remember it. Okay, well, I'll, let's talk about it when it's out. I will, um, uh, yeah, but that's the thing, because I don't have a Wii U, and I really didn't have a kind of desire to buy one, but now I'm like, mm, maybe I should get one. So what about the other Zelda game then? So another Zelda game, don't really know anything about it apart from it's going to be an HD, brand new Zelda game. No idea if it will be based on the kind of tech demo that they showed off, not last year, but the year before. But he said, like, Iji Anuma said something about the spirit of this Zelda. He said like that the team wants to basically rethink yeah. the fundamental mm-hmm. principles. So the idea of doing dungeons in a certain order yeah. and playing it on your own. Yeah. So if you kind of extrapolate from that, is something maybe like an open world multiplayer Zelda? Grand Theft Zelda. Which is wow, quite a prospect. Yeah. That's totally unlike any of the Zelda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but that's going to be a long way off. Yeah. Like literally, they, they, they mentioned that they're working on a new Zelda game. And that's one of the reasons they said else. like Wind Waker's coming out, it's to tide you over until... Yeah. Tide you over, I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. Nice. 
Very good. So what else happened? Uh, so other stuff. Uh, new Mario game, new Mario Kart game, Kel Surprise. No other information apart from it's going to be playable at E3. Right. But again, no surprise that they're working on. Well, that's the same team that did Mario Galaxy, right? That's and working 3D on Land, yeah. Yeah. EAD Tokyo. That that uh, working on the Mario game. So I love it should 3D be. Land. 3D Land's great, yeah. and yeah. so is both Mario Galaxy games. Yeah. So I'm sure it'll be great. Um, what else? Smash Brothers. Do not care about Smash Brothers. No, me neither. Uh, that dealt with it. I know a lot of our <laughs> listeners probably do, so that's going to be at E3 as well. So a new role-playing game from the, the team behind Xenoblade. A lot of people loved Xenoblade. Mm. So, uh, again, it's not really my bag, but I can see why the, people the, the trailer looks lose their shit over though. it. Yeah. yeah, it looks pretty good. Look, look like You fight massive dinosaur kind of looking things. Was there, the only thing I'm interested in, was there any more news on Bayonetta 2? They showed a, a dev video like behind the scenes sort of thing yeah. didn't really kind of give away too much although do you see what she they're going to start on her shoes. what they're going to start doing is they're going to do a series of like a water interviews so water's going to interview the guys from Platinum Games right basically water's like trying to take our jobs he is yeah, yeah. god damn him I'm going to throw a watermelon at his head when I see him at E3 <laughs> uh, what else virtual consoles come to EU Fire Emblem X Shin Megami Tensei etc that, the big stuff is Zelda. I don't get these these virtual consoles. That I, I know that it's probably not exactly illegal, but it's so easy to download <laughs> these. Right, these games. There you go. Yeah. Why? <laughs> why do people bother? I, I don't know. But a lot of it is because obviously you and Will, for example, are a bit of a kind of like you know part of the homebrew scene. You like all your emulation bullshit whereas I like <laughs> simplicity yeah fair enough like, uh, something that's there and it works and yes you have to pay a premium for it but at least it works yeah so uh, I'm trying to remember the pricing I think a NES game was five dollars was it a net, I think it's between five and five ninety nine six ninety nine and then SNES is seven ninety nine something like that uh, and obviously you know but if you've already bought these games before on Wii you get them from a discounted yeah. price but apparently they will be kind of brushed up mate Excuse me, made to look a little a bit bitter. Are they going to be like HD? Well, that's that's what I came away from the stream thinking. Remastered. Well, and I like that you yeah, can play them on. Yes. You can play them on the gamepad screen as well. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. That's nice. Apologies to our listeners, by the way. You might be able to hear a lot of sirens and a lot of building work going on today. Uh, it's not us. It's next door across the road. They're rebuilding the whole of the building, basically. Good. Is that mm. fire alarm going on? I think that is our fire alarm. That is yeah. our yeah, we, <laughs> we should probably... We'll have a little break now. We'll be back in a minute, guys. Stuart's like, that's the building across oh, the road. Oh, my God, they're smoking it. We'll, we'll be back after this short break. <laughs> what an amazing thing. Oh, we got locked in. <laughs> Welcome back, then. We didn't die. Although <laughs> <laughs> Cooper's not here. We've got coffees. We're not sure. <laughs> I'm not here. I'm here in spirit. Yeah. Yeah, apologies. That was our fire alarm. Yeah. It yeah. took us a little while <laughs> to realise. <laughs> thank God it was only a test day. Otherwise, we'd be burnt to a crisp. This room may be a bit too soundproofed. <laughs> yeah. Also, I quite like, because sometimes when we record the podcast, people from the office come into the room by accident. So 
I took the decision today to lock the door. <laughs> <laughs> and as we were leaving with the fire alarm, Chris was like panicking a bit. He's like, I can't open it. Can't... Guys. We're going to die here. Guys. <laughs> I've only just stopped crying. Let's, po- let's podcast till the end. The yeah. Anyway, that's all the time we've got for this week. See you next week. Goodbye. <laughs> I can't um, remember where the fuck we were. Well, we, we, we were, were talking, talking about the Wii U. Yeah, we were, but uh, I, think round it up, yeah. I think we've kind of said everything we, we need have, to say. But but is it enough? Is it enough? That's what we haven't answered. Well, well, uh, do you know what? I, I, it felt to me like they felt like they had to rush announcements because they, they actually showed very little. Yeah, this is the weird thing, because a lot of those announcements were just that. or Some of them weren't even announcements. They were like, there's a new Zelda game in HD. Can we see it? No. Yeah. So we knew there would be a new Zelda game in HD. It, it felt a little bit like, obviously, sales of the Wii U haven't really sort of set the world on fire. So no. it felt like it felt like it was like giving people a reason to believe. Yeah, and I was also I think reassuring the people who did yeah, buy initially yeah, yeah, as well, yeah. like we haven't forgotten about you. Seriously, it will be worth it eventually. Yeah. But I guess you know the thing is. So I'm guessing Wind Waker will be playable at E3 as well. So you you got three big games that will be playable at E3. In Mario Kart, Mario and, and Wind Waker. And Smash Brothers. And Smash Brothers, yeah. Mm. So Can we do the Tilly test, though? I don't know what that is. <laughs> is it, don't, don't touch me there any, against you. Any of these, any of these announcements, uh, uh, would, you, it, would, it make, would any of these announcements make you go out and buy a Wii U yet? Yeah, I didn't really listen to that bit of the podcast that much. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I'm really good for the first half hour, and then I drifted off a bit. Oh. Um, so, no. Fair enough. Good. <laughs> Wii U party. Mini mm. games, yeah, I love a mini game, but see, for five minutes, I like a mini see, game. Um, the Hence Wii the mini. TV stuff, but mm. probably it's not a very good TV controller because it kind of runs out of juice very quickly. <laughs> right, Jesus, yeah, like two hours. Yeah, Change probably you can't watch a full Netflix movie on the screen. <laughs> we'll make it. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm, I, I'm, I'm excited by by Zelda stuff, but anyway, let, let's know what you think. Uh, IGN UK feedback at IGN.com or Twitter and Facebook slash IGN UK. Yeah. Uh, we have some listener feedback. I've got the first piece, and it's the piece that I was reading out earlier. So, uh, the link between Gandalf and Galadriel is that Gandalf is one of the Maya come out of the West. Think angels. What does he mean by think angels? What's this in relation to? Basically, this is the most feedback we've ever got on anything we've ever brought up in the podcast. We were, basically, we were talking about The Hobbit, and I said, did something happen between Galadriel and Gandalf? And every week we've got someone writing in telling us a little bit more about what went on between them. Did you say whose who's name that was? Uh, what? Who wrote it? Who wrote that? Oh, sorry, this was Oliver. So he hadn't finished. So uh, also the link between Gandalf and Galadriel is that Gandalf is one of the, the mayor to come out of the West <laughs> to save the world from Sauron. Galadriel, who is very, very old in Tolkien lore, will have known Gandalf in the West when he was known as Olorin. <laughs> I am literally <laughs> none the wiser. You could be making it up. I would still think it was authentic Tolkien rubbish. Uh... Lord Elrond, uh, so I'm reading some other stuff that's not highlighted because <laughs> okay, I really have yeah. no idea what's going on. Lord Elrond, half-elven, has the other ring of power. Oh. He's the holder of Vilya, the ring of sapphire, stroke ring of air, given to him yeah. by a Gil-Galad in the second age I'm of the world. I'm going to set fire to myself. Watch out for the alarm going <laughs> yeah. off again. Anyway, thank you, Oliver, yeah. for, um, yeah. for clearing that up. Jav Tolkien. <laughs> <laughs> Jav Tolkien. Uh, I've got an email from David Binmore. 
who's very pleased to have Stuart back on the podcast. Thanks, mate. So that's nice. Um, he says, I also watched Jurassic Park in the Plymouth ABC cinema when I was eight years old. Wow. Do you remember the first sold-out blockbuster you saw in the cinema? <laughs> yep. saying, with an eight-year-old. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't... Star Wars. Star Wars? Yep. Well, 1977. You're, you're yep. not that old. Unfortunately. Mm. Daniel? Probably was Jurassic Park. I thought you were going to say The Dark Knight Rises. Don't know, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, Jurassic Park, that was my, my first real memory of going to see a film in the summer, and it probably was sold out as well. Chris? So, yeah. Interesting. Me? <laughs> Train pulling out of the station. station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck off. The one with the moon. <laughs> First, the f- yeah, the one with the moon. <laughs> First, well, I don't know, it was Live and Let Die, a blockbuster. Because yeah. that's, that's, yeah. that's the first one I went to see in the cinema. Well, really? And I, yeah, Live and Let Die. I was five years old. Five? I was, I was, re- I was in a filthy temper because my mum and dad wouldn't let me wear my cowboy outfit to the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> and, Still like that now. This was only last year. And do you know what? Do you know what? I didn't see any of the film. I hid cowering underneath the seat because of the opening credits because of all the women's the faces beauty. that turn into skulls. Oh. Terrified the shit out of me. It's quite a scary five. film. It's quite a scary film. Yeah, fucking the voodoo. Little cowboy me, yeah. When, what year did that come out? 74, 75. Did it, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Mine was E.T. It's a good film. Mine was E.T. I was four, I think. My brother was... 1982? Yeah, it was 82. I was four, my brother was three. And he cried all the way through the film. And then we got home... And then he he calmed down, and then he started crying again, and he wouldn't stop crying until we took him back to CUT. And it would make him cry. We did it about four times. It would make him cry, <laughs> oh but then he cried because he wanted to go back. It was a confusing movie. He <laughs> <laughs> was very confused. <laughs> E.T. as well, while we're on the subject, we were talking about illegal stuff earlier, E.T., my first ever bootleg video. <laughs> my yeah, well it- no, but seriously, my pa- my parents paid fifty quid for a bootleg copy of ET. What? What? Well, ET's got to be the most uh, pirated film of all time, yeah. just because they didn't release it on video for like three years, did they? Four years, they That's just right. kept releasing it in cinemas, so everybody had a copy so of that. Wh- one. Wh- so was that unusual, even? For, for that time yeah. it's pretty unusual yeah. so I mean what, what this was is, the rationale this is, because well, this they is, knew this, they could make more money from well yeah yeah and all, because yeah and, yeah and 82 home ends were only really kind of coming into being yeah they hadn't figured remember, it out I remember walking into a shop in town <clears throat> uh, it was a record store and they had a Blondie video album <laughs> which was a load of Blondie videos on I think I think it might have even been on Betamax and back then which would have been about 1980 they were looking for 70 quid for this mm. that's how expensive oh these God. things were you used to pay a lot for videos videos yeah. used to be horrifically expensive yeah that's interesting because I, I was watching the video Nasty's documentary and for which a is long, amazing for a long time the video just wasn't regulated at all was no. it it was, just, no. it was just like a wilderness yeah like people selling videos out of like little sheds and mm. So there was no kind of it wasn't it wasn't like it there was no regulation yeah mm-hmm. and no if, regulation if you sold a copy of the Evil Dead back then you'd go to prison for longer than if you were selling crack or cocaine that's ridiculous it's, isn't it it was yeah. it was a bad time mm-hmm. yeah anyway great well, question. good time if you're a drug dealer <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> great question David and yeah thank you yeah. I was thinking about the streaming service Sony bought so Gaikai yep I guess and was thinking if they could incorporate it into the store in a way that would let you purchase a game and after 10 minutes or so, start playing the game while it was downloading. What do you think? don't know. Good. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, not, I'm not technically minded. Maybe. Nice bit of feedback. Sounds good. Seems like a good idea. So yeah, yeah. that's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. 
Wouldn't it be great? We can, PlayStation 4 comes out, right? Big selling point. By the way, every PlayStation, PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 3 game ever, it's all here for you. I think it's it, all it, here. it has what, to go what, like what that, was, though. But well, that's say. Virtual Console, right? This is, yeah, that, yeah. That, that is what Virtual <laughs> Console is. <laughs> you were slagging off about... But it is and it isn't, it's, it, because with Virtual Console, aren't you actually downloading yeah, things? Yeah, so what I was going to um, go... Whereas if it's Garkai, it's actually streamed. Yeah. Yeah, so right, okay. So what I was going to say to Neil after this was, I was saying, why even download it? You can just play it instantly. Yeah, exactly. Streaming. Yeah, yeah. And I think what Alex is saying ultimately, Virtual Console. Even though currently Virtual Console, you're downloading the game. The ultimate is it's like having a membership to the British Library. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You pay a flat fee. Netflix. You can have access to anything, regardless of what console it appeared on, what year it came out. You can just play any game anytime. Oh, That's the dream, and brilliant. that will yeah. happen. Yeah, that's exciting, isn't it? There you go. Well. Uh, I've got a piece of feedback from uh, Dana Johnson who says, uh, recently read a preview on IGN from Daniel about aliens, colonial marines. Pretty excited about it being an aliens fan. Uh, not an aliens versus fan though. So doesn't it's like, obviously, versus, versus Predator, Predator etc. Uh, oh God, I watched Predators the other day. That's a heap of shit, isn't it? Disappointing. <laughs> it's a heap of shit. Um, anyway, uh, there was no mention of multiplayer in the preview. Have any of you guys seen or played or have you heard of what it will be like? Um, the, the event I went to, on the back of which I wrote that piece, was mainly a kind of it was mainly focused on single player. There was a there was an opportunity to play multiplayer briefly, and I played as both the Marines and I played as the aliens. The Xenos. Playing as the aliens is a little bit awkward. I think it's like, I think it's maybe because you're so used to having a gun in a game, yeah, and a first person shooter being an alien and like clinging to walls and having to jump on them from yeah. afar. It's a little bit it's not as accessible. But yeah, it seemed alright. I think there are some interesting multiplayer modes in that game though, where you've got to get to like an evac zone as a group of four guys and right. it's basically like point A, point B and there's loads of aliens on the way and you just have to get there in a set time. So that could be quite fun to play. Sweet. But I think we're gonna get it in the office in the next couple of weeks. Yeah it'll be actually. very soon. Very soon. I don't know why I said it like that. Very soon. Very soon. Very soon. Terribly drunk. So yeah, we can play that and let you know more about it then. Yeah. Good. Very mm. soon. Is that it? Are you waving, Dan? No, it's because we've got one more bit of feedback from <laughs> Denny Bryant. Oh. Long time listener. Denny says, back in 2008 when GTA 4 came out, everyone declared that any game that came out at the same time was doomed much as people are saying about GTA 5. But Mario Kart Wii came out on the very same day. Did G- it? Apparently. GTA 4 has shipped 25 million units, whereas Mario Kart Wii has sold 32.4 mm. million units. Yeah. With that in mind, what do you think the chances are of a Mario Kart Wii U being announced at E3? Well, we know that. Quite high. <laughs> Quite high now. And again, launching on the same day as GTA. No. Good. No, it's just because we know, we know that it's going to be playable at E3 and uh, GTA will be out before E3. Yeah. So. Also, so we've t- actually answered a question for a change. But also, <laughs> going back to the original point, I know they launched on the same day, but you know that like uh, Mario Kart Wii U would have done most of its sales after that first week. You know, I, I bet it would have trickled over yeah, time. And also it's bundled in. I imagine the counting bundles. Yeah, and- yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I bet you week one sales GTA sold but, more. Yeah, maybe go, let's go back to um, a kind of point. It's not a direct question he asked, but um, is could any game come out alongside GTA and take it on, or will everything get out of the way? FIFA. Well, yeah, it's. I think yeah. it's those games that it's not directly competing with. Yeah. 
Because I think if they're, you know, let's say the next Skyrim came out, of course people were going to go and buy that as well. Mm. Or Call of Duty, people will go and buy that. But I it's... think you would save accordingly. I know, like, people do have finite resources, but if two games you really wanted to come and yeah. you knew far enough course, about yeah. you you'd save accordingly. Yeah. Or trade stuff in. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, it's just a given that everybody is going to buy GTA Five, isn't it? As yeah. simple as that. Mm. Everybody's going to go and buy it. Yeah. In fact, I'd that's going to be really. I would be, I'm just getting you know excited what? thinking about it now. Oh, you are so excited. <laughs> I'm I'm get the mic kicked. into my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, Daniel just kicked his own microphone into his own face. He's <laughs> that excited about GTA Five? Nearly swallowed the I mic. You were kissing it. I'd, I'd be like, interested if to hear from anybody that that isn't excited about GTA Five. If anybody listening isn't excited about it. You're dead inside. You're dead inside. Let us know why, because, you know, yep. I can't see any reason not to be excited. No. Is it coming out on Wii U? Can we all... You're no, taking no. a week off work, aren't you? Oh. Me? I thought you were thinking of taking a week off work to play it. Oh, yeah, that's really going to happen. I thought you actually said you were going to do it. N- well, no, I'll work from home for a week. Oh, <laughs> whoa. No, what? of course not. Um, I don't we could just play it all week at desks. Just yeah. get extensive video capture of it. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, Alex plays. Got to, got to do I'm, I'm doing commentaries. You're not saying anything. I'm thinking it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I literally cannot wait for that game. All right. But there are some more games coming out before before that. First of all, The Cave, which is Ron Gilbert's kind of platform adventure thingy, which looks very nice. That's out uh, this week. It's reviewed okay. Yeah. Like good scores. Yeah. Uh, plus Marvel Avengers Battle of the Earth, which I had no idea what it was, but you said it was... Um, it's a Wii U game from right. Ubisoft. I think it's supposed to be pretty average. Yeah. I've not played it. <laughs> Another reason it. to buy that console. Nothing else coming out on Wii U, though, is there? So, <laughs> No. Oops. On the film side, we've got Arnie's new film, The Last Stand. It's supposed to be quite good fun, isn't it? Well, <laughs> all right. This is, have you seen it now? No. Well, did you see it? Yeah, I've seen it. Ah. Uh, the first kind of... So it's a 90-minute film. The first hour is incredibly kind of perfunctory and like standard but the last half an hour is really funny and over the top and ridiculous there's all women with shotguns and Arnie like really hamming up him, his age but actually being quite funny with it not in a cringeworthy way it's actually it kind of works um, his acting is quite bad though because yeah. doesn't this demand for him to act for a bit yeah film? his acting's always been bad though isn't yeah, it yeah yeah well he's never like, acted that, yeah. well, that's why his perfect role was the robot yeah yeah and he's, he, I actually think he's quite good in Twins. Bloody awful in Expendables too. Oh yeah, really bad. <laughs> um, we've you also think got, can I just, got can better I just, as a politician. Can I just say I don't mind the last action hero. I, I don't can't mind remember it. it. I don't G- mind it. What about Jingle nah. All the Way? Yeah, I'll forget that. Yeah. What? I went to the set of Jingle All the Way. Why? What? <laughs> <laughs> I um, I I've just happened to be uh, on holiday in Florida, and it was I don't know Universal <laughs> or wh- whatever, and oh. uh, the new Arnie movie Winter was, was like, oh, is, they're filming the new Arnie movie here, Jingle All the Way, and obviously I had no idea what it was, and then it came out. It's like, oh my god, this film's so bad. <laughs> Christmas turkey. So, yeah. so yeah. it wasn't a work thing. No, 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 no. <laughs> just no. The, he went especially. <laughs> I think, but it was, you know, it was part of the. I think it was Universal Studio tour. I, I didn't yeah. literally just go to the set because it was on, you know, in the back lot. So God, you know, just, I've, I've never done that. I've never done a Universal Studio tour. Oh, it was amazing. Oh, it's really, it is really, really good fun. Jaws. Yeah. I also think yeah. Disney World's really good fun. Yeah, they're all good. They are really good. Yeah. They're no Thought Park though. They just makes you see realize how shit British theme parks are. Yeah. <laughs> how <laughs> terrible the theming is. They're a bunch of dick. <laughs> Um, movie 43 is coming out, which looks not very good. Thanks for the cakes, though. Oh. Yeah, we got the cakes. It looks a bit like Kentucky Fried Movie. Those things are very Why hit didn't and miss. they say us, send us Kentucky Fried Chicken? 
Because that would have been Kentucky Fried Movie. Yeah, I said it looks a bit like Kentucky yeah. Fried Movie. Oh, it's not, do you see that over Christmas, though? Do you see that um, image that was circulating on Facebook and Twitter from a Kentucky shop? Uh, I heard about it. I'll show, no, 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 no. I don't want to see it. I do not want to see it. Do you want to hear about it? There's a brain, right? No, so basically this student like bit into his KFC. <laughs> no, he didn't bite into it because he says, oh, I like breaking apart the skin. So he like ripped it open and it was this like, <laughs> like a little like, rat brain or something. Uh, I think they actually think it's a kidney, but it's this horrible, veiny uh, blob. I, I saw people like, tweeting about it. Disgusting. And like, as soon as I saw the description, I was like, I'm not looking at that. I <laughs> it do looks, not need to see Especially like, your history with chicken. Yeah, yeah exactly. it, looks, it looks like an alien's testicle. <laughs> oh, I'm hungry. Finger looking good. Um, what's, it, what's in this special <laughs> KFAT special recipe? Alien nads. <laughs> bloody <sighs> that bloody colonel. Um, and we got two big, big Oscar movies: uh, Lincoln and Zero Dark Thirty. And I've seen both of them, and they're both very good. What's better? I would say Zero Dark Thirty. Mm. It's is, exhilarating cinema. Is Lincoln really good? Uh, is it very his good. performance or is it all very good? It's all very good. It's a bit. It goes on a little bit, and I think I, I said to what? you, it felt a bit like an HBO pilot, right? Okay. A really good HBO pilot. Yeah, I've heard it's or like, like, a, like John Adams. Or... I heard it's like an historical West Wing. Yes, very much. That so. That sounds amazing, doesn't oh, it? I, I like <laughs> some of that. It's really good. The thing that surprised me is it's not very cinematic at all, mm-hmm. and you oh. expect Spielberg to do yeah. something, but it's very much. It's like a play. It's like right. watching a play, but because a very it, good one. it's written by Tony Kushner, who did Angels in America. Yeah, yeah. So he, maybe that's. Yeah, why. I guess. Have you ever that, seen that? I've never seen that. It's supposed to be brilliant. I saw. The, I saw. Wait, wait, I saw a university production of Angels in America. Right. Leave it there. These I prefer <laughs> the Team America. Everybody's got AIDS. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's that's the one. I wish they'd do a sequel to Team America. I've been writing about those guys this week, actually. I'm doing a feature that will be going live on Friday. Oh, I've got tickets for Book of Mormon as well. Excellent. Yes. I found out I'm going opening night. So, the, so Trey Parker and Matt Stone have launched a studio last week mm, yeah. uh, to make theatre, TV and films. So guessing that Book of Mormon will be one of their first projects as a movie. Uh, I guess so you guys have been reading the kind of write-ups on the tube of Book of Mormon. I've never read write-ups like it. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I've not heard a bad word said against it. We'll have to do a little review, won't yeah. we? Mm, Next month. Um, so, yeah, some good movies at the cinema. Great. Exciting stuff. I think that's pretty much it for Is this that it? podcast, yeah. Can I add a disclaimer, though? Mm. Um... So I'd just like to say, if you live in a caravan or have ever set fire to a three-piece suite, we'd like to apologise unreservedly for our thoughtless and insensitive comments. Please don't put a curse on us. Yeah. We, we promise we will buy some Heather. Yeah. yeah. And do we need to apologise to KFC as well? Or is that well, no, that's no. their own fault for putting rat brains in their chicken. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See you next week, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Is it? Have we done it? Have we, is it recorded? <laughs> recorded. Is it recorded? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Hey, Jenny, have you um ever heard of a vampire slayer? Do you mean the one girl in all the world with the strength and skill to fight the vampires, demons, and forces of darkness? I do. Oh yeah, I've heard of her. Cool. My name is Jenny Owen Youngs, and I'm Kristen Russo, and together we spent six years watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer one at a time, podcasting about each and every one. Never seen Buffy before? We will protect you. Our podcast is spoiler-free, so first-time viewers can listen along safely. Ever thought to yourself, I wish someone was brave enough to write an original song for every single episode of Buffy? (laughs) Ho, 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 ho! 
your search is at an <laughs> end, my friend, because we did exactly that. So if you've never watched Buffy or if you're about to watch the series for the 14th time, come over and join us. Our podcast is called Buffering the Vampire Slayer, and you can learn more about it at BufferingCast.com. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.